welcome to today's Unpacked Short. I'm Charlie Pickles. I am joined by our Unpacked Guru, Peter Franklin. Hello. Hello, Peter. And today we are going to be talking about what is one of my very favourite unheard topics and one that, Peter, actually you've returned to several times uh, in your Unpacks and we've also covered elsewhere in longer pieces, um, which is this idea of of taxing wealth and we all know the kind of scale of wealth inequality uh, we have in the UK in America and other countries um, but specifically the idea of a land value tax um, so this is a piece Peter which um, is drawn from an article you saw in the Manchester Evening News which was focused on an area of Manchester called Clayton yeah and specifically a group of streets that um have undergone decline quite a long time ago because of deindustrialization, closure of local employers. Um, people left the area, properties became boarded up, and this happened gradually until an entire sort of network of streets was left near derelict with just a few residents still holding on. And this isn't just Manchester, though, this is the example that's being used here, but um, I, I don't know whether you remember, Peter, uh, it could have been even a, a few years ago now, um, I think it was Liverpool City Council um, tried selling off houses on a derelict street or two, yeah. for, I think it was a pound, just to get people yes. back into those areas. And, and similarly, I mean, you make the point that um, Clayton is a stone's throw from Manchester City football club's ground. Yes. So, you know, we're not we're not talking about even kind of that far from the city centre and I think it was no, similar no. in in Liverpool where you know these areas that had become derelict um were, were a stone's throw from from either the Everton or the um uh, Liverpool football that's club right and grounds. it's worth saying that these cities have been on the up now for, 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 for at least 20 years um and yet areas still quite close with not bad transport links are there and despite you know population increasing and people looking for places close into the city centre. So it seems extraordinary that regeneration hasn't happened in places where it's, you know, the potential is so there, ready to be taken. Well, and the demand for housing certainly is. And so yes. um, you make the point, and I think this this really ties into that, that question of why hasn't it happened. So you make the point in the piece, Peter, that... Um, the process of dereliction happens, you know, relatively gradually. I mean, there might be a tipping point where, you know, kind of it speeds up, but but essentially we're talking over decades where where people move out because, you know, the opportunities and, and what have you are not there. But the process of regeneration actually has to happen quite quickly because it's no good one person moving in back into a house. That's not gonna, you know, that's, that's right. not gonna regenerate yes. regenerate an area. So what you need is a kind of really concerted collective response. It's a kind of all investment. or nothing, you know, because restoring one house in a derelict street you know its land value is still going to be pretty low so you need a big bang approach as you say um and um this is now happening the good news is that it's happening in the in in the area focus um mentioned in this article but as um chris osa and and steve robson the the reporters um lay out there's just been literally decades of delay when nothing has happened. And so to bring us back then to our opener, uh, land value tax. Yes. And you, you've come up with a, a intriguing and rather clever 
a way of using a land value tax to regenerate areas. But before we go into how that could be done, just mm. give us a brief explainer for anyone who's not, not quite sure what a land value tax is. Well, it does what it says on the tin, right? It taxes the value of the land rather than the buildings or whatever business is on it. And why, right. why might we want that? Well, one of the key arguments is that sometimes you will see um, a private landlord sitting on a site or a derelict building, not doing anything to, to restore it, but very happy because the actual value of the land is going up and up and up, and it looks great on a balance sheet. Which and is effectively the, the idea of land banking and, and land speculation, which exactly. doesn't help anyone other than the owner of that land. Exactly. But what an LVT, a land value tax, would do is, well, effectively punish you for, for just sitting on a piece of land. It will cost you. Whereas at the moment, it costs virtually nothing. Okay, so I understand that idea. You know, we want to encourage landlords to develop any land they have that hasn't been developed. We want to prevent this kind of gratuitous speculation that we're seeing, which is driving up house prices mm. and you know property prices. Um, but how does that help with regeneration? Well, th there is a particular problem when actually the, the land price is so low that actually no one's really speculating. Um, and actually, the, it's not private landlords that are in a position to get things going. It needs to be a public effort. And the problem is when, you know, different public agencies, different layers of government, local, national, regional, whatever, just don't get their ducks in a row, don't get on with the job. Um, so my suggestion is that you have a negative land value tax in which when uh, land prices fall a certain extent, the, um, uh, it's the state that actually pays the landlord rather than the other way around. So it would be the state as the obstacle to regeneration that finds itself punished, that finds itself making a, you know, an actual positive loss. Um, and also compensates those um, plucky, plucky homeowners that stay on, desperately stay on and want their street to come alive again, compensates them for the fact that they've been abandoned and their street left to go to rack and ruin, literally. Um, and, um, you know, they, they will actually get paid by the states. And I think that's absolutely fair. So in the same way that uh, in a classic land value tax model we would say well it's only fair that the landowners pay some tax because it's the collective investment of communities that drive prices up so yes. you know putting in a new train station or you know kind of new parks or regenerating yes. areas and therefore you know that collective communal investment should have some return from the landowners exactly. yes. we're saying well because the, the government hasn't bothered with that communal investment yeah. and you know because they haven't regenerated and they haven't made an effort to uh, make that area desirable to live in or to do business in, then actually they should have to pay to compensate the landlords. Yes, and the further tweak is that where local government is in charge of such a system, it would have the right to pass on its administration 
and liability for that negative uh, land value tax to central government, right? So when it's a case of central government just not providing local government with the capital or the powers to get on with the job of regeneration, well, there ought to be a punishment for central government too. But what if if it's not that the local government doesn't have the uh, powers or the money what if it's just that they go well we can't really be bothered to take ownership of this well then um there would have that there'd have to be some um process of arbitration to decide you know who's responsible for this and who ought to be paying and the so cost. If, the, if the area then gets regenerated um and therefore land values go up and therefore they go above your threshold yes. at which then you would start having a positive rather Indeed. than a negative yes. does the central government then get the benefits well, of if, that revenue if they're the ones that actually did the, that gone on with the job then yes but you know within a given period of time it would be transferred back to local government as it as it ought to be well there we go i've got to say i love this idea peter i think it sounds fantastic and not just because i love the idea of a land value tax um but we do like things with, you know, kind of interesting tweaks and twists in them. Uh, so there we go. Central government is listening. Um, that is a corker of an idea to take on. Thank you so much, Peter. Thank you, everyone, for listening. Thank you, James, for producing this podcast. Please do subscribe if you haven't done already. You can do that on whatever the platform is that you get your podcasts from. Uh, And do rate us if you have enjoyed it so that other people can hopefully find and listen to the wit and wisdom of Peter Franklin. Please do tune in next time. (music) Thank <music> you.